So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to put the responsibility on us so that in taking responsibility for our actions, beliefs, and um, everything that we created in our mind, we are able to change them because we are the we are the responders. We are the creators of that. So we can easily and, you know, with time, change those things. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Purposely Venting Podcast. I am your host, Tonisha, and on this podcast, we like to talk about things relevant to life, anything that has to do with wellness, overcoming, killing, trauma, anything, you name it, we talk about it, and we believe that talking out loud will help us to uncover some things, the power of using your voice and just getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, Yeah. How y'all doing? How's everyone? I'm doing good. I just got off of work and girl, it's storming like it wasn't even 100 degrees earlier. Like, what is even that? But, you know, I was like, let me hurry up and get this podcast up and let me hurry up and do this podcast before the power go out. God forbid, knock on some type of wood. Um, And yeah, I just have to get it done. Um, So the five things before we jump into the podcast that I am grateful for is uh, are um, my health. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful to be in good health. I'm grateful to be working on my mentality because your thoughts create your life. It creates your experience, your character, and and thus more. I'm grateful for my babies. I'm grateful for shelter, especially right now with it storming and stuff. It just reminds me of how blessed I am. And number five, I'm just grateful to be able to talk and use my gift of talking and just relating to others to be able to make this podcast for you all because it definitely is a passion of mine. Um, yeah. So before we get started, I don't have any announcements as always, but I read this quote from a book that I read. It was a quote within a book and it says, we don't remember days. We remember moments. And I believe that that's a perfectly good segue into what we're going to be talking about today. And that is inner work, um, your inner child. Um, so for the longest time, I had no clue what an inner child was. Like, I just was like, okay, so there's a child figure in me. Like, I I didn't know what it was. And I remained kind of dumbfounded for a really long time. Um, Because I I go to this program, it's the ACA program. It's like a 12 step for those who came from dysfunctional households. And I do recommend that if anybody's, if anybody's come from a dysfunctional household or had alcoholic parents, um, I do recommend you looking up your local um, ACA group And there's so many meetings, meetings online, Zoom meetings, um, telephone, and also in-person meetings. Like, it's unmatched. Um, But, yeah, they talk a lot about inner child and um, learning to reparent yourself. So I've always remained like, kind of like, what is that? Like, I I didn't know, but I just kind of like, you know, you think that you know. Oh, it's, it's, it's common sense, but it's not really so common. And it wasn't until I watched this YouTube channel, I think it's Weiwoo University, on YouTube where they um, two people sit and they talk about some great topics, relevant topics. And they were saying like um, in childhood, we had certain moments um, where we in our brain, we can't we concluded something. So like, for instance, if your dad left you or if your dad wasn't around, you concluded as a child, if you did, I know for myself, I concluded I'm unlovable and I'm not worthy and I'm not enough. So those are, my, those are my conclusions. Nobody taught me these things, but based off of my experience as a child, I took those moments and I, I concluded some type of negative thing about myself. And now somewhere in my brain, lodged in my brain, we have these common beliefs. You know, and a lot of us have these. I mean, I know for sure I'm not the only one who struggles with this because I hear, I see it. I see a lot of women who struggle with the same things I do. I see a lot of women who move a certain way or or talk a certain way or believe a certain thing. 
And then you ask them further upon further probing, you realize that they are um, a victim, if you would, in their mind of a, a parent that left at some point or some significant um, uh, figure in their life who left at some point in time. So, and it could be other things too, like friendship groups, like anything and everything in your childhood life where it, it was quote unquote traumatic for you and it's been lodged up in your brain. You concluded something, it was like a bam moment, like life changed, like you you created a belief system based off of what was going on. And a lot, you know, a lot of us get this from parents, like um, not to blame our parents, I, I believe in full responsibility. But, you know, some of us got some parents that, you know, they didn't know how to manage their emotions. They didn't know how to process their emotions. They didn't know how to deal with certain situations. You know, they were depressed and we saw this growing up. So based off of what we saw, we concluded in our own minds because we are a product of our environment. So going back to it, like being, being this, doing this inner child work, is now it's going back to those moments and kind of getting to that place within your mind or within your brain or your subconscious like um that you concluded these things that is now running on a loop so that it's also like this thing so this inner child so if you don't consciously live then you're left to live on autopilot. And what this means is you have certain patterns and structures about yourself that you're just living. It's like a recorder plan. It's like second nature. You don't have to think about it. It's just like the tape recorder is just running and it's just living your life for you unless you actually do the work and then you're able to see these loops and you're able to go in and change it. And my experience with going in and changing this whole process of doing this inner work so far has been meditation. Like for me, and I'm sure there's other things like affirmations and all the other stuff, but meditation. So, and it's the kind of meditation where you completely and totally relax your body. You relax completely. And what they say, um, hip, hip, not a hypnosis, like meditation, whatever it is. I say hip psycho. I don't know. I forgot the name, but I think it's like hypnosis meditation where you semi get hypnotized, not like the movies, y'all, not like the cartoon, but you allow yourself to completely relax and then you ask yourself, your subconscious to pull up a memory. And based off that memory, you go into it and then you're able to see everything. You're able to do a freeze frame and you're able to see things from your adult mind because there is no way that you can possibly conclude the things that you can conclude as an adult when you were a child. Like you couldn't see your mom like, OK, well, the reason why she's acting the way she did is because her mother was this way and her father wasn't around. Like there's nowhere in your mind. It's kind of like we kids are like really self-centered and not in a bad way. I mean, um, we depend on our parents to get us um, to the next stage, to, to show us love, to show us how life is supposed to work so that they can set us on a trajectory of um, success, positivity, growth, um, just thriving in this life. Um, and most of us who come, especially come from black families, I'm not going to say all of us, but most of us have some traumatic events. And majority of it is because our, well, if not all of it, our parents didn't receive the love and, you know, the nurturing they needed from their parents. And then it's like a generational thing. So it's like going into those moments and seeing your parents for who they are, you know, not for the um, villain that you made them to be in your mind or what you concluded um, about the situation in your mind. So what comes to my mom didn't show me any attention. She didn't care was my mom. She she never was shown how to um, be a loving, warm, feminine woman because her mom was masculine, was out there doing, you know, whatever, whatever. And she barely paid attention to her daughter. So 
our parents can only give us what they receive and it may look different for everyone. So like a good example for me, a really good example is one day I was in the mirror and I think I was like maybe five or six and I was crying. I was crying and I was singing in the mirror and I was um, crying to God, asking God, bring my dad home. And this this had came home. This this had come from me living in a home where my mom was constantly crying all the time next to the window about something my dad did. So obviously I'm seeing that. So I'm praying and I'm crying for my dad and totally like in my feelings. And I think it was like nighttime. And then my mom had came in and she was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like crying, like thinking she was going to come for me. And then she's like, okay, all right, mm-hmm, right, go to bed. Like she completely, it totally disregarded my little feelings. And that just broke my heart. Like it made me feel like I couldn't be intimate or I couldn't open up myself because quote unquote, she, she told me that it wasn't okay or she made me feel stupid. But then when I dig further, my mom's mother was not very nurturing. She wasn't very accepting. She was out there, you know, and I don't want to talk ill about my grandma. I'm just, I'm giving facts, you know, and she didn't receive what she was supposed to receive. So if I freeze frame that, my mom was probably going through a lot of things with my dad. She didn't know how to handle this this kid's emotions and so on and so forth. And I know that it's hard to believe right now. Like, it's hard to, like, it's all, it almost comes off as giving my mom an excuse. But then when I think about it, it's not. Because right now in this current time and reality that we're living in, we have access, we have access to so many resources. Like, we have access to the worldwide web, you know, YouTube being one of them, books galore, classes, mentors, um, coaches, anything and everything. We have the tools that we need right now as adults that our parents didn't have before or they didn't even know about. You know, they're just living life, you know, reacting to life's ups and downs, not not knowing that their thoughts are really the creators of their reality and they didn't have to live the way that they did. They, they didn't know the information that we know now. So they couldn't possibly, you know, give us those things. So in order to take my my childlike mind or my inner child to a space of no that doesn't mean that my emotions don't matter and that doesn't mean that I'm not that I'm uh, I should feel embarrassed about my emotions. It takes it to you know what? She may she may not know the impact, but I know that how I feel is very important and how I felt then was very important and I don't have to live according to how I thought I was supposed to live. Like my feelings, how I feel, what I felt, it's real. I don't have to let anybody be condescending and make me feel anywhere else. I extend love, gratitude, and all the like, wow, that thunder, y'all, just scared me. It knocked me off my train of thought. Okay. I can extend love and and uh, forgiveness and gratitude to my mom, and I can feel so much compassion for her and empathy for her because she didn't have a nurturing mom and she wasn't able to give me that. So, you know, yeah. And then another thing about the inner child and just doing inner child work is that we all have this really fantasy euphoria type of thinking that what the parenting we were supposed to receive, like based off of what we've seen or, you know, Disney or whatever the illusion it is, whatever the illusion is. We all are kind of basing it off this utopia type of living. Like it should have been this, 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 and that. Like we don't know. Like we only know what we know. We don't know. So yeah, I mean, I know it's kind of like hard to dig in and I feel like I'm being like, I I mean, what I'm doing right now, and I'm going to be real honest, is I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to go against anybody, but at the same time, I'm trying to challenge you because if you tell me like, 
yeah, no, my mama did this and my daddy did this, and that's the reason why I'm having you arguing for your your um, handicaps, then you'll get just that. But I'm giving, I'm trying to help us all to see, even myself, that we don't have to live in this manner. We can take full responsibility for the belief systems that we created, even though we were aided and helped. And but nobody took a gun to our head and said, "You believe this right now." Like we created those completely and totally by ourselves. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to put the responsibility on us so that in taking responsibility for our actions, beliefs, and um, everything that we created in our mind, we are able to change them because we are the we are the responders. We are the creators of that. So we can easily and, you know, with time, change those things through uh, rep- repetitive acts. So in doing inner work, this is the start, I believe, the inner child, the ego, whatever you want to call it, the belief systems and patterns that are running on autopilot that got you messed up. You know what I mean? Got me messed up. So, yeah, that's all pretty much. I didn't even know it was going to spill out like that, but that's all for today. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Um, This journey has been sweet and I just hope that you today can start your healing journey, your healing process, and just become more aware of why you do the things that you do because it definitely matters, not just to you, but those little people who are on watching you if you have kids or the little people who aren't yours who are watching you. Like you matter. Everything you do matter. But yeah, that is all. Catch you all in the next one.